This is Mission In, Global Interactions podcast and a space to explore all things mission. Welcome to Missioning. I'm Solari Nielsen, Global Interactions Next Gen Specialist. For this episode, I spoke with Demma and Carolyn, who've been serving in Thailand for 11 years. They are so passionate about prayer. Now, this episode is part of our resources pack for Just Prayer. Just Prayer is a special weekend of prayer from November 12th to 14th. You can find all the resources for Just Prayer on our website. I loved talking to Carolyn and Demma. They share their stories about relationships that they are growing and the way they're journeying with their ethnic Thai faith communities. This conversation will encourage you to pray. Let's hear from Demma and Carolyn now. Hey, Demma and Carolyn, welcome today. It is so great to see you. Hi, Solari. It's so great to see you too. Yeah, Solari, thank you so much for having us today. Yeah, it's great to be chatting with you today and thanks for being here. And and we're going to start with some quick questions to get into it. So tell us a little bit about your family life and what do you love doing together? Um, I think we don't really have a very complicated family life, right? (laughs) Um, We are so blessed that, you know, we have got two children, Grace and Daniel, and it's just the four of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, we really enjoy, I guess, that being with one another and we really appreciate having times together. Although yeah. we know that, you know, the kids, they are teenagers, so it's a bit different from when they were little kids. We know that they, they need some independence, they need space, they have got a lot of schoolworks. But yeah. at the same time, we just want to make uh, a family time just to be together maybe a movie time on the weekend mm-hmm. and yeah what we love to do is like having a movie as well as like uh to go outing maybe up on the mountains to have yeah. to try yeah. some aka food you know this is a hill tribe in thailand in the yeah. northern thailand so it's quite similar to uh, our food back home so it's, it's just treat for us to do that mm. and yeah we, we play sports together badmintons and badminton was one of my sports at school so i love uh, badminton okay. trying to get yeah. the kids into it are the kids good at playing badminton um yeah they do they play they do quite well and even at school uh mm-hmm. they take as elective you know like race is doing and i think that's quite good for her too and what we really like to do, one thing is that we want, we like to go to like a waterfall, although we have not really gone up to the hiking. waterfall, but it's yeah. like, yeah, hiking, pack lunch and, you know, just to read by the river, spread a mat and oh. yeah, that was reading books with no electronics. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yes. Great. So good. Yeah. What's something you love about living in Thailand? Oh, I think... For us, uh, because maybe because coming from this Asian culture and then uh, even like Thailand also, uh, the culture, uh, we are more close, I think. Although there's some differences are there, but uh, I think we are quite close to the culture as well, even the food and even the way we do things together and the community, all those family system, I think we are quite close to them. So it's not that hard, but though though there are some differences there, but I think it's mainly the culture. Yeah, Yeah, I actually like peaceful 
yeah, environment, you know, that we have. Yeah. And I don't know if you know Thai because like they don't bother other people. You, yeah. do, you know, you can just have your own space. Um, yeah. It's it's not like it's not the same as when you go back to India. I don't know if you. Well, we are very loud, India. you know. <laughs> we, have, we have been to India, like you know, dashed out of the airport in Kolkata, and you, you see a lots of people with all kinds of noises. And even yeah. when you hop on a taxi, yeah. and then you could just see, you know, every driver is honking <laughs> the car, <laughs> even though they don't, you know, they have cars all you know lining up before them but they would yeah. still honk i grew up in sri lanka i do remember this yeah, <laughs> yeah so That's yeah and wonderful. the fact that the place i think it's very spacious every every house is their own compound and all this is really good and the people they are really considerate very generous you know yeah. very, very kind humble mm. people yeah. so yeah, yeah. and it's it's, it's, it's it's a Sorry, I was going to say it's it's a Buddhist community that you're in. How yes. do your local Buddhist friends pray in this space? This is a a special episode around just prayer. So tell us a little bit about uh, how your local Buddhist friends pray. Okay, if we say about prayer, you know, it's very different uh, from how we understand prayer and how we do. For them, mainly, they don't really pray as such because, like, although they have a temple. But it is mainly meant uh, for a community gathering, especially on some big uh, festivals and all, which can be like four or five times in a year. And yeah, yeah. it is mainly like it's not praying, it's mainly to make merit, especially for the deceased families. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if people like, especially young people, if they go to the temple, yeah, it may be on their birthdays or maybe some special anniversaries where they would just get blessings from the monk, yeah. and then they may they may just go inside, you know, to just worship and prostrate before the statues of Buddha. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's very different. For it is, isn't it? I actually, um, my my dad was Buddhist, and so yeah. uh, one of the aunties said, "Hey, let's um, let's go and make merit for when my mum passed away a few years yes. ago." And so uh, this year, I had this amazing experience of going to a Buddhist monastery with my auntie, who's who's uh, one of my mum's best friends, and uh, making merit. And I'd never done that before, and it was just an incredible experience. Yeah. And if they are sick or, you know, uh, or they have like misfortune in their lives or they struggle, yeah. uh, they don't go to the monk. It's usually like a local uh, shaman or, you know, you may call it a witch doctor yeah. that they would go to. And so that person might just do some ceremonies around that according to their yeah. needs. So how have local followers found distinctive ways to follow Jesus? Uh, so actually, when, what we are trying to do here in Thailand is because we are trying to uh, do uh, according to their needs and what they have already practiced. So even like the prayer, so like Caroline already mentioned that most the people when they go to the temple, it's mostly the Buddhist monk who pray or it's just that chanting that they are doing. It's not actually like a prayer asking for mm -hmm. something. But if they need something, it's something to do with the merit. They call it tambun, and so it just they offer it to those uh, to to the temple or whatever. Yeah. So our local uh, 
follower of Jesus, what we are trying, anyway, we are pray, we pray to God, that's one thing, but what we practice is also, there are sometimes when we do the ceremony also, uh, yeah. there's uh, one of our believer who used to be a monk before, mm-hmm. used to chant, uh, he, 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 he used to chant the scripture and use it as a prayer as well. Yeah. So it's really go 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 well with the with the culture and also yeah. with our people, especially in the rural areas. So I think it it, it works well That's for amazing. them. Uh, absolutely love hearing that, and it's it's uh, it's really encouraging for us here in Australia to hear uh, some of the practices of what it means to be followers of Jesus in 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 the culture that you're in. Thank you. Now, my son has a saxophone lesson, and he's got to shut the door. <laughs> He sent a little note. Like, so I'm just like, uh, there's a couple of times I was looking to the side and he's like, I have a saxophone lesson. <laughs> he's ripped a piece of paper and he's really worried because I said, don't disturb. I'm a rum recording. It's okay. He's <laughs> important. Yeah. So you, we're going to have a little bit of background music, possibly. I'm not really sure. So um, I've just, uh, there was a couple of times in my, I'm like, just text it. Husband, where are you? <laughs> You've got the roosters in your background. I've got the chickens in mine, so occasionally you might hear both of them. Now, this episode is part of our resources pack for Just Prayer. So I'd love to hear a bit about your prayer journey and what are some of the things that you're learning about prayer? One of the most important things that I learned uh, all through this year is uh, pray, praying from the heart is really, really important. It doesn't matter where you are or how long your prayer is, how well your verses or whatever are. But for me, because when I look back at my life, uh, the prayer that God answered me yeah. is something that I really did it from my heart, which may be very short. Sometimes it may not be a very, very best situation. Yeah. when I'm really, really down or when I really, really need God. So that's uh, something that I learned from that. And also uh, to prayer for me is like, sometimes we just want that answer very quickly. But my <laughs> Australian friends always say, uh, look at the big picture. And I, I have no idea about that phrase, uh, yeah. working with them. And then, but after a while, I found out that, yeah, we really need to look at the big picture, but because sometimes our plans, our prayer, we just want them like, okay, God, make them all believers, all my students so that I can have a good report or something, but it doesn't work like that. So for for us, I I think we need to uh, listen as well. Listening part is also, I think, very, very important. It's not only because prayer is for me, it's like a communication. And if it is just a one way, like, I tell God what I want, but I need to listen as well. I think that is very, very important. Yeah, and as for me, you know, being born and brought up in a Christian environment, we all we know children's prayer and when to pray and how to pray and all those things. But growing up, I think, you know, as a body develops, so also is my spiritual journey, even through mm-hmm. prayer. Like, um, I think I listen to yeah as Dima said it's more about listening to God and just saying words to him and asking him to see yeah, fulfill what you have prayed so it's more like creating space for God uh, to come into your life and yeah it's usually in that quietness and stillness that yeah. you you can hear God the most yeah. um yeah and also for me 
quite uh, maybe over the past three, two, three years, I feel for myself that prayers through scripture is mm -hmm. so important to me because, you know, yeah. all scripture is God breathed and also it's alive and active, you know. Mm -hmm. So I was just, yeah, based on those scripture verses, I just wanted to claim God's promises, even if I pray for myself or maybe for someone else. And I know that's very effective. Yeah. And yeah, and what I learned through those prayers that although I may not be able to get the answer that I have desired or expected, mm -hmm. but I just felt like uh, when I keep the co communication going with God, it's actually yeah. me who is getting the benefit, you know, before even I could just <laughs> hear the answer to the prayer. Like it, it gives me hope and I think it sustains me. And that's something that I really felt quite powerful in me. Absolutely love it. Now, you've been in Thailand for 11 years. Have you got a story about how your prayers have been answered in this time? Uh, so uh, the first time when we went to, to Banduang, when we moved from Bangkok after doing the language, and then when we moved to Banduang, uh, since there are no faith community there, it's a bit disappointing for us. And then when we pray to God and then uh, without really seeing the result in the first year or instantly, that was a bit disappointing. But after a while, then uh, because of our teams and all the works done by and people praying for us from different places, and then we have this faith community. And it was such a joy to see that people come together to yeah. worship God, to follow Jesus. And that was really, really amazing because we know that it's not us, but because of prayer and it's God who changed their heart. I, I think it's really, really yes. interesting. Uh, very, very, how to say, uplifting for us to say that how God is working in their lives. So it is because of true prayer from many people from Australia or from India or from other places as well. So it's really great. Yeah. Typical story of, you know, how prayers are being answered. Yeah. Uh, maybe I would just like to pick a story of Pam. God's work is going on in her life. And I can yeah. say that it's in her family too. So when we moved to Nan province or even to Chiang Rai, no, not knowing anyone in the place, the first thing we do is that we ask God to lead us to the right people that he already had prepared. You know, this is so important because there are thousands of people. We don't know which people to connect with, you know. So it's so important that God leads us to the right people. Yeah. And so one of the people that God has given us is Pam, which uh, after praying to God to give me a community of practice, because yeah. we really wanted to go and engage in people's life, uh, not just once, but just to have a regular kind of basis, you know, to meet and share our lives together. So is that what a community of, sorry, can I stop you there? A community of practice. What is that for those that don't know what that means? Okay. Yeah, a community of practice would mean a place where like people would just gather together on a regular basis, whether it's weekly or, you know, everyday thing or so we try to find a place where people meet together, just catch up or doing maybe just working together or dancing together or it can mean anything, you know, where people would just come regularly. Yeah. And so when I prayed to God, uh, I went because of my landlady who is in another village next to ours, 
Yeah. Uh, they have this group of women coming together on Saturday and Sunday evenings. So it's every weekend. They have hired a teacher from town to come and help them to teach them uh, having exercise using the Northern Thai music. You know, the women, the ladies would just come and they have their rhythm and, you know, they would just have their action steps of dancing, which is a part of, yeah, uh, exercise and fitness as well as uh, fellowship. So I joined there and I and I know that, you know, I didn't find any people of my age, but still I just said to God that, okay, this if this is a place that they have uh, brought me to, I just had to do it. So I went there and for me, I had no idea of the steps that they were doing and people were looking at me, you know, <laughs> they were just smile at me. So I just had to go along with them and learning along. And, and so that's where I met this lady, Pam. So I knew like, but although it's a place of uh, gathering, but the fact is that people didn't really have time to talk because they just do the exercise dancing. And then after yeah. that, they had to go home. So it, it didn't really give me a chance to talk with them and yeah, just share uh, our experiences or whatever. So I just prayed, oh, okay, what does this mean? Although I have met them, but I don't know if I could really make any relationship with yeah. this group because I never got a time to talk. Once we did, everyone went home. And yeah, but God in his amazing plan, this lady, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pam, is one of them. And so we talked a little bit there. But after after a while, when I started to help a friend picking veggies at her farm, and I happened to know that this Pam is her neighbor, you know, my yeah. friend's neighbor. So yeah. she also came along uh, to her farm and pick veggies to help yeah. to help her friend. So I did that and we were together in the farm and then we were able to say, oh, you had come to the dancing community and now we are meeting here again. And so even at the time, you know, I said to her that, yeah, I'm so glad that I'm meeting you. Uh, and then, yeah, God gives me people like that because, you know, after a while you just, uh, yeah, you're like, uh, you can talk to her in a way like, oh, I'm so glad because we don't know anyone here and I'm sure that God is, leading us here as i prayed already that he he should show me people that you know i have to be friends with and so she she looked at me and said that oh it gave me goosebumps you know so when i said that yeah and uh so the friendship just yeah kept going to take the long story short yeah. so we just keep meeting regularly on this uh at this friend's house and to the point when I said to her that if you're, she showed some interest in, yeah, learning about God. And I said to her that, will you come? If, you, if you're happy, I can teach you this Bible. And so she came to our house. And so that's how I started this Bible study one-on-one. -on -one. You know, so um, she understands this prayer. And sometimes it amazes us to say that, okay, Pam, uh, we are so frustrated at times that God is not answering our prayer not giving us any change in someone's life. But look at this, this lady, she trusts in prayer. And I don't know how many, how many stories of Jesus have she known so far, but how come she just trusts in God, you know? God is good. Yeah, God is good. Yeah, so that, that was how, you know, it's, it started. And Demma, you know, what are some of your experiences through this? 
of prayers being answered for you? It's really hard, especially I don't know why we the men are so stubborn or I don't know, but <laughs> uh, praying to God that leading us to the right people, to the right place. And mm-hmm. even at our house also, like our, uh, our landlord, mm-hmm. he's quite uh, doing well in his business or whatever. So I journey with him a number of times. But it's yeah. really hard for me, although we talk about our beliefs and about God, but it doesn't seem like he is trying, he's going to see that soon or trying yeah. to change mind or whatever. But what he really shared is like looking at our family, he can see that we love each other, that our family life from that, from that on, even though we don't speak or we don't say many words, yeah. but yeah. living near him, our family is witnessing to him yeah. about what it is like to be a follower of Jesus. Jesus. And that's what our prayer is about because we want to because our language may not be that enough yeah and even our action may, may not be enough but just to live near them and people can see who we are and what we believe yeah and you're living by example you're you're being Jesus in in who you are and as you connect with him and yeah absolutely and and it's it's that authentic relationships isn't it yes, that comes yes. through God is putting us for a reason. For some people, it may be just, you know, sowing seeds. Uh, We may not be able to see the answer, but for some people, it may be just watering the plants, you know, to grow it. And whereas for some some people, it may be that we are harvesting the crop that somebody has already worked. Yeah. Yes. That's so good. I love it. Absolutely love it. And so what are some of your spiritual practices around prayer? Yeah, for me, uh, this personal time early in the morning, because I'm a morning person, I would just like to get up morning and then just have my personal devotion. That is my source of strength for so many years. And besides that, as I said, that I want to use scripture verses to pray. Yeah, my prayers for me and for others. And also like like a walking a prayer walk and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I would love that too, you know, walking around the house or maybe the neighborhood uh, and then praying. Yeah. yeah for me, uh, it's been like uh, way back in 1995 when I was mm-hmm. in the university from that moment when I gave my life to God and I said, I commit myself that I'm going to pray, have a devotion every day. So it's like, having to read the Bible and then the prayer yeah. uh, every day, but it can, it may not be morning because I'm not a morning person. So it can be <laughs> any time when I can find the time. Yeah. So, but I, I still want to keep that one uh, all the time. And I, I feel that this is really, really important for everyone to do and maybe read the Bible, have devotions, listen to God or listen to music or whatever, or I think this is really, really important and it keeps us uh, going this far. So Yeah, for me, fasting also is one thing that is quite, uh, I think, important to me. Yeah. And also songs are really a source of, you know, uh, yeah. strength for me too, li- mm. listening to yeah, worship songs. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, did a, a subject uh, over the last, I've been doing my master's and just looking at um, a beautiful book by Ruth Haley Barton about uh, 
uh, rhythms of, of, of pr spiritual practices. And I just love it. It's been so good about how, what it looks like to do fasting what to and times of prayer, but also just what does it look like to delve into the scripture and uh, the Lecto Divina stuff as well too. Just love that sort of space of how to connect. How do we hear? How do we stop? Um, the mm -hmm. idea of prayer walking and, and especially in creation because one of the ways that yeah, I love creation, exactly. <laughs> yes, love connecting yeah. and, and just going for walks as well too. Creation is something that is really striking to me because I love it. I, you know, I look at the sky and you can just praise God, you know. Yes. It's so beautiful. I would often mention to my kids that look at the colors. They are not the same. Look <laughs> at how many colors can you find, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. so beautiful, yeah. Yeah, but it's also teaching our kids what it, what's, what it's like to pray. And we pray yeah. around the meal table. What is it like to pray with your children? What what sort of practices do you, have you developed over the years? So uh, as, as a tradition, I think maybe it's a tradition, I don't know. <laughs> so we always have these family times of prayer. So mostly we do at night. Yeah. So what we used to do is like we took turn. And then so we ask our kids, uh, they can do whatever because they are the leaders. So they can read the Bible or we, because sometimes we do a memory verse as well. So sometimes yeah. we memorize like Psalm 46 or 113. Mm -hmm or the whole thing and then if they want to say that together we we will do it and then we will collect prayer points and then they will pray about it and also yeah. uh, not as a family we we want them to do it on their own so yeah. we want to have their keep their uh, devotion times by themselves absolutely i think that's really really important for us as the kids go to bed at night we pray for them but give them opportunities to pray as well too and find what's through the day that that's kind of uh been things that have come bubbled up to the surface and i think one of the things that we love doing around the dinner table is asking you know what's your favorite part of your day and and what's mm -hmm. the hardest part of your day so later on when we can mm -hmm. kind of unpack that and pray that with them now how can our listeners be praying for you, uh, your team and the people that you're engaging with? So at the, at the moment, as you know, that uh, here in Chiang Rai, because we select a place uh, here in, they call it a Muban, where there's no faith group, there's no believer. So uh, we, we move into this place and like, like we said, we want to connect with the people uh, to the right people, to God to lead us people. And so it, it's uh, like, like we said, there's a challenges, although we say the Thai people are lovely, they're good, but the challenges is also because they are quite content with their life and maybe because of their Buddhist background or whatever, really yeah. trying to talk to them about God or about their life or about their future. It's yeah. still a challenge for us, although we journey with a number of people, but when it comes to mm. like faith or things like that, sometimes we feel like they are not that open. So if yeah. you can pray for us that God yeah. to open their hearts to, to, to God. Right now, the prayer points for us as we work together with the people here. Uh, yeah, and for all our teams, it's the relationship building is the major thing for each one of us to go and connect people to the right people yeah. and, and this is all that we need and you know in a place where it is so hard especially a hard like thailand 
It's one of the least rich people group, as you know it. So it's so difficult. But mm-hmm. as as I prayed one time that God, we, we don't see the answers to our prayers. Please encourage me. Encourage me. <laughs> Give me a result of something, a change. And yeah. then you know, I praise God for this uh, Pam's life that God has given because it's so encouraging to me. And I even said to her, that, you know, like it's your life is so encouraging to me. You no, teach me. You teach me a lot of lessons. And I'm just one, you know, I'm just amazed at God how when you think that, okay, God has put you to bless others, but actually he is training you. And, you know, you're joining together with these people. Yeah. And yeah, that's just amazing. Work and the God. beautiful and the beautiful thing is they're blessing you through this, their their of experiences. Course. And and iron sharpens iron as well too, doesn't it? And I love that that verse where there's that sense of as you walk together, as you do life with them and journey with them, they're encouraging you as much as you encourage them. Yes, mm. yes, I really love that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And and I, I, I just want to say in this particular moment, it, it, it's just a huge thank you to all those that faithfully pray, um, our supporters. Uh, for those of you that connect with us, and that, especially on this podcast as well, your prayers do make a difference. You're hearing from these stories mm. um, from Demer and Carolyn. Now, we've got a spot um, in our podcast every time where we have some listener questions, and we would love to ask you, how do you, Demer and Carolyn, hear from God? Okay, uh, I think for me uh, it's like uh, the scripture is always important uh for me sometimes i feel like uh, god doesn't really talk to me directly like a human beings or whatever so i think we have the scripture that god can speak to us and in a way i feel that sometimes god open circumstances can be how god answer us because even like uh, let me just give you an example because when we went back from central asia and then in the Bible college, and then we are praying to God because we want to involve in ministry again, in the mission field, and then we are praying to God. And then right after I finish, Global Interaction call us that they have a place here in Thailand. And we just believe that this God answered to our prayer. Yeah. Because we don't know that God said to us, go to Thailand, we don't hear that. But we pray to God to send us to a place where we want. He wants, but Global Interaction said, can you go and do the ministry in Thailand? And we feel that that is God answered to our prayer. I love it. So good. So good. And what about you, Carolyn? Yeah, it's it's the same thing that Dema shared already. And also from our supporters greatly, because churches back home are really the uh, pillars, you know, for us to be able to be here and yeah, to, I, I often feel like, oh, I'm so down, I'm so low. But the fact that people are praying for us, I think I often have in mind, okay, this is, that helps me to, it sustains me and keeps me going. So I think it's so important that, you know, we work together in partnership with all this, yeah, people around the world, especially those churches in Australia that have faithfully praying for us and their messages you know emails that have come through they are also uh yeah wonderful and that's how we hear from god um yeah so good so good we have loved 
chatting with you. I just can't get enough of talking with you. I think I could probably go for another couple of hours hearing your stories and your heart behind uh, what you're doing there in Thailand, but also that your heart for prayer. Yeah, thank you so much for having us and continue to pray for us and especially continue to pray for our faith group as well. They really need prayers. Yeah, thank you so much, Larry. We really enjoyed our time together. And may God bless you as you work, God, and for others. If you want to learn more about Global Interactions Ministry in Thailand or how you can pray for our teams, then please get in touch with us. We would love to journey with you. Head to www.globalinteraction.org.au forward slash missioning for Just Prayer resources and our listener form where you can share your stories, questions and feedback. Thank you for joining us. You've been listening to Missioning and we can't wait to connect with you next time.